Yes, people. Welcome to the Property Strategies Podcast. Yes, people, welcome back to the Property Strategies Podcast. How are we doing today, guys? Yes, um, well, welcome back because it's been a minute. It's been a minute, yeah, hasn't it? It has been a minute, but what have we been up to, though? We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's not all been work. We've been on holidays. Yep. All three of us are on holidays, isn't it? Yeah, because what's the point of, you know, work with no play? This is there has to be is. some play, this even is. if it's once a year, twice a year. <laughs> Trust me, man. <laughs> Birthdays, Trust something. Me, man. Trust you know? me, man. So, um, I travelled. I think, no, Goke travelled first, didn't you? Yeah. You went to Jamaica? Yes, July, though. That's a white level. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. What was did you go away in October? No, you didn't. No, nah, nah, I didn't. But you're supposed to, isn't I it? I meant to, but... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Too much I to did. do. You, you're the one that went to Jamaica, yep. How was that? Went to Jamaica. It was fantastic. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> you was out there for quite beautiful. a while, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out there for just over a week or so. Fantastic. You know, wasn't too bad. And how about you? You went... You yeah, travelled yeah, as well? Yeah, went, yeah, went, yeah. Went away. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. Literally, just a nice break. Um, yep. Yeah, it was a nice break. Happy to be back. Ready to get get going and uh, yeah, I've been planning a lot for 2023. I was gonna say you already start planning for next year. This is, the, this is the earliest I've ever started planning for a year, and mm. I feel really good about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. I feel like a, the, the crystallizing. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. All the ideas are crystallizing. So yeah, man, I'm really excited, man. You know, we always say that, but generally, like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it is because the plans that I've seen, mm. you know, next year is gonna be very bright. Amen. Man. Very very amen, bright. Amen. You know, we've amen. got a lot planned. We've got. A lot in store. We've got some events. We've, I'm not going to say too much, mm. you know, but yeah, we've got a lot in store for you for next year. Trust so. me, trust me. And that leads us into today, man. This leads us into our guest today. Got a lot of exciting people we've been working with, and hopefully, this guy we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, guest, special guest. Do you want to introduce <laughs> yourself? Yeah, hi everyone. It's Lawrence here, Lawrence Lamesh, the Amazon number one best-selling author of a property book called "How I Bought Three London Properties for a Football Ticket." Amazing, wow. amazing. <laughs> what an introduction! I'm ready to get to how you did that. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <end>, but <laughs> I mean, we'll get into that very, very shortly. Yeah. But I just want to say thank you, firstly, Lawrence, for coming through. Shouts to Vina, who you cl- that connected us to. Um, I know that you mentor her and you mentor a lot of people. You got one of your mentees in the, in the house today, David, who we're gonna speak a little bit uh, on the podcast as well a bit later on. But um, yeah, I think we should start straight away, like just from the beginning, like your story in terms of getting into property. I know we've got this this best-selling book. Um, how how was your beginnings in property? Like, how did you get started? And um, yeah, how did it you know lead to to, to writing this book? Like, it'd be good to hold, understand the whole story. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I mean, when I was a child growing up, I come from a single-parent family, mm. so my mother raised me. Mum and dad divorced when I was five years old. Never mm. saw my father again. And I failed school, no qualifications, couldn't barely read and write. And I moved to London in 1998 and I slept in my car. So I don't come from anything, but I thought the streets of London are paved with gold. (laughs) So they say. (laughs) Yeah, and I I really wanted to find a mentor. I wanted to find someone that could kind of save me the many years of trial and error, pain Mm. and frustration, having to figure all this out by myself. Mm. So that's kind of exactly what I did. And um, yeah. Even prior to that, you said that you moved to London. Where, Where did you move from? And um, what were you doing before that? Yeah, so um, I moved from Suffolk. Okay. And um, yeah, I just always wanted to kind of come to London. Mm. Where, where did you come from? Sorry? From Suffolk. Suffolk, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So is London like a place that's really sought after? Is it like, so if you're not from London, do you always want to move into London? Is is it because it's the city or like, what is it? About? What draw you, drew you to London? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, my family originally from London okay. and uh, many years ago. So I kind of wanted to kind of come back. London and mm. make something of myself um, mm-hmm. 
and that's what I chose to do. Okay, cool. And and this story, I mean, this, the the title of your book is very. It sounds like quite a bit. You bought three <laughs> London properties, London specifically, mm-hmm. for the price of a football ticket. How did you, how did you do that? Like, what was yeah, the story behind tell that? Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been an entrepreneur now for twenty years. So oh, I started yeah. my first business in two thousand and two. Amazing. And it was in the nightclub industry. And um, basically, yeah, I kind of saved up enough deposit after a year and a half of being in that industry to buy my own property in Mm. central London, zone Mm. one. Um, with a mortgage, with a deposit. It took me four more years again to do a buy-to-let property near to King's Cross Station, mm-hmm. save up enough deposit again. That was 2008. Mm. And then the recession happened. Ooh. And I ran out of money. Mm. And I turned that into serviced accommodation back in 2009. Wow. Um, so I was able to kind of triple the rental income. Mm. If I rented it to a normal tenant, I'd get about £1,000 a month. But I was averaging about £3,000 a month renting it on Airbnb. Mm. So I thought, wow, I've got to do this again. But how do you do this if you can't get a mortgage? Mm. How do I, you know, do this if I don't have any more deposit money? What do I do if I have bad credit? I don't want to wait another four, five, six years. Mm. So I think it was just going to networking events, reading different books, um, going on different courses Mm. and just educating myself with people actually being able to buy properties without a mortgage or a deposit and at first I thought it sounded too good to be true. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> it sounds it like can't it's, be yeah, real. Yeah, <laughs> so I, the more that I kind of researched and I thought, you know what, I think I can help a lot of people. Mm. There's a lot of people out there today that may be in financial difficulty. Maybe they're behind on their mortgage payments. Maybe they have a bad tenant that they can't kind of get rid of. Maybe they're a tired landlord. Maybe their home's in negative equity. So they don't necessarily need the money today and they've got some kind of problem. And if you can help solve that problem and basically agree a sell price today, but actually buy it at some point in the future Mm. and babysit their mortgage payments every month and the tenant will pay you the money in future Mm. and you use that rent money to pay their mortgage, it's a win-win. Right. Mm. Okay. So you've just explained lease option, really, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's sort of break down the steps um, that you went through because to some listeners, even to me, that was very quick and um, simple, but let's even make it even more simple and let's sure. go from the beginning. So you first of all see, a, so there's a need first of all, Yes. Um, and you're seeing a problem and you're trying to provide a solution to that problem. So what would this problem normally look like to someone? Yeah, so the title of my book, How I Bought Three London Properties for a Football Ticket, how that came about is the guy was actually in negative equity. So this was in 2011 I did this deal, and he wanted £600,000 for his property. So Mm. when I did my due diligence, three flats in East London, I thought, you know, they're only worth £500,000. And I said that to him, why is that? And he said, well, they're in negative equity. I've tried to sell the properties the last year and no one's buying them. And so I said, look, I'm willing to give you the £600,000 for your properties. It's just that I don't have any money today Mm. to Mm. give it to you. But how about if I pay you in 15 years' time? Mm. Now, properties tend to double in value every 10 years. Mm -hmm. But I just felt comfortable saying that number. It could be any number. Yeah, so you just threw a number out there. 15, let's see. (laughs) (laughs) So also, you mentioned um, a term there, negative equity. Um, Mm -hmm. Could you just explain what, what that means to some of our listeners? Of course, yeah. So negative equity basically means that the property is worth a lot less than the value. Um, Mm. So basically what I should say is the mortgage is a lot more than the current value of the property today. Mm. So that's kind of why he couldn't sell because his mortgages were about £600,000. But the true value back in 2011 was £500,000. So he couldn't sell. 
Um, and so, first of all, he kind of laughed and said, oh, no, no way. And then I called him next month. Hello, <laughs> hey, do you remember me? <laughs> still <laughs> in negative said, equity. Yeah, still in negative <laughs> equity. Um, do you want to do this deal? No, it's okay. This went on for six months. Wow. wow. Mm. So See, that, that's important. That's a, that's a key Persistence. point. Persistence. That's a key point, especially um, when it comes okay. to lease options and yeah. delay completion kind of deals. That is very, very key. Yeah. And actually, most of the deals that you know we get don't come the first time round, mm. come second time, mm, third absolutely. time of asking, fourth time. So exactly. there's very key things there. Just yes. to go back as well, I think you mentioned meeting this guy. How did that even come about? Were yeah. you doing some flyering? Did you bump into him on the road? Or what was yeah. the story? Yeah, so um, I met this guy kind of online. Mm. So I saw his property advertised for sale. I thought he only had one. And then kind of the secret to how I did this deal, you know, like when you're talking to people and you build up rapport mm. and after six months, it was a Monday, I think I called him and I said, how was your weekend? You know, just like we do, like okay. how are you doing? And he said, it's terrible, Lawrence, absolutely terrible. <laughs> and it's one of those wow. questions you think, do I ask why? <laughs> <laughs> like, have I got enough time in the day for this right now? Or? <laughs> yeah. And I thought, you know what, let me ask him. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Why, why is it terrible? He said, my favorite football team just lost. Oh, I know oh. that pain. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And he mentioned who it was. And um, I said, look, if you do this deal with me, I'll buy your properties for £600,000, but I will pay you in 15 years' time. I'll oh. babysit your mortgage payments, and I'll give you a free ticket of your choice to whatever game you want to go view and <laughs> wow. see. Mm. And he's like, Lawrence, where do I sign? <laughs> Can I just ask which team this was, please? Just <laughs> Man United. <laughs> the secret's Arsenal. in the book. <laughs> oh, in the book. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> wow, okay. So, um, okay, yeah. So he said yes, and then what happened after that? Yeah. What was the process like after that? Yeah. Yeah, so you need to find the right solicitors. Mm -hmm. um, because not every high street solicitor is familiar with this term lease option. Yeah. Um, so you need to kind of find a specialist solicitor that actually knows what they're doing, has done deals like this before yep. and is familiar with this and also can recommend to the property owner a solicitor that can help speed things up. So you don't really want them to use their own high street solicitor. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so another one of my students I'm helping right now her deal's gone on for a few more months than it should have gone on because they wanted to use the high street solicitor they've used for the last 20 years. Uh, yeah. everything about we property. Trust, yeah, yeah. yeah they, tr they trust, trust him. him. Um, and sometimes they just don't know what they're doing. Mm. Mm. And um, I, f I think that's a common um, thing that people just assume they just know everything. Mm. Solicitors know everything. They can do any type of deal. or And maybe they can with some time, but there are some that actually do that type of deal that you want regularly. Mm. And they're better suited to some of the deals that you find. So, yeah, you do need to also shop around for them as well. You can't just pick one up and go on Google and just, you know, hope it's all going to work out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so that's it, a good point. Oh, so, just, just to go in quickly, you know the man, where was he living somewhere else or...? He was, yeah. Okay. So he just rented out these properties. Right. Okay. And okay. Um, yeah, so he basically rented out these properties and the tenants were there, you know, did my due diligence. Mm. But in hindsight, I could have kind of done things a little bit better. Mm. And what I should have done better is I went there, met the tenants. He mm. seemed to have a good relationship with the Already, tenants. right. Um, but oh. one of them actually wasn't, I'm not sure if he wasn't paying him, mm. but as soon as I took over, he didn't pay me for okay. eight months. Eight months. Wow. Eight months. Oh, yeah. Well. Welcome to property. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Welcome to property. I, I hope that's in the book, too. <laughs> eight months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So then I had to go to court, bailiffs, mm. and I didn't know what I was doing. Luckily, I, I could 
kind of just cover that with the other two properties and the other kind of properties that I've got. Right. Otherwise, I would have lost it. Right. Um, so what I did, having gone through that pain, I thought, I never want to go through this pain again. again. Mm-hmm. Right. So I spent um, some money on property lawyers in London right. and basically said to them, could you, you guys are clever, could you figure out a way how I can kick out a tenant legally within 24 hours? Whoa. Oh, wow. And yeah. that's what they did for me. Okay, wow. so. That is it. Okay. That is segway. That there, is <laughs> segway. there is a loophole. Okay, uh, please okay. explain because wow, I need to wow, know how to wow. do that myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's a little bit kind of long to kind of go into. Mm. Um, now, but I'm very happy to help anyone okay. um, who cool, is cool. in that situation. I just don't think it's fair. Mm. As a landlord that works hard, yep. um, has yep. a property, and if a tenant doesn't want to pay, um, the worst that can happen, they don't pay, the landlord then loses the property, gets repossessed, and the mm. government rehome them for mm. free. Mm. Yeah. So the government should mm. do that kind of anyway mm. and shouldn't kind of penalise a, a hard-working landlord. 100%. That's the thing. You know, 100%. but there's a secret kind of, to doing it the right way. Right. Cool. I'm going to find out yeah. for this. I was going <laughs> to say, so is that deal complete then? That Those three deals, are they complete? Yes. You know? Okay, cool. So we're good to understand like how that the ending of that deal kind of came about and how many lease options you've done since then as well. Yeah, so the great thing that I love about lease options yeah. is that you're under no obligation to buy mm. the property. Yeah, that's amazing. Future. It's incredible. <laughs> so mm. it's not like going, working hard, saving up enough deposit money, you know, having a well-paid job mm. to get a good mortgage, having great credit to get out this 25, 30-year bank loan for a mortgage and then worry, what if it goes in negative equity? What if the roof blows off? What mm-hmm. if the house collapses? What, you know, worst case scenario, what if a tenant doesn't pay? Um, you can technically give back the keys and just give them two months notice and give it back. Mm-hmm. But if the property doubles or triples in value or goes up tens of thousands mm-hmm. of pounds in value, the landlord can't come after you and say, hang on a minute. Yeah, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Right. So you've so, got nothing to lose, really? No, absolutely. And everything to gain, especially if the cash flow is there every mm. month, owning mm. an asset that you've not really had to put any money into it, apart from technically a pound, because that's what you do to kind of exchange a contract. Yeah. And then pay solicitor fees as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's technically really all you need to kind of do. Mm. Um, and you can, if you can't buy it in the future, because I thought that, what if I can't buy it in the future? Yeah. What if I'm not cash rich? What if I can't get a mortgage? What if something happens? Then you just sell it through an estate agent. That's a good shout. Mm. Um, this sounds amazing. And, you know, it, it, a lot of people are thinking, yeah, it sounds really, really good. But how do I find people who are going to allow me to use that? go for a lease option process with them. So landlords and motivated landlords, how do you go about finding them? Yeah, so you just really have to understand the person's situation. Mm. So it's not really on the property, but it's on the individual situation. So if they're in negative equity, if they're a tired landlord, mm. if they don't need the money today, if they um, are in financial difficulty, if they're in debt, if they are behind on their mortgage payments, mm. um, or if they need a price for their property and it's not really achieving that right now then landlords will think oh you know what let me just rent it out for a few mm. years mm. and this is the perfect opportunity to kind of I was say, say i was gonna yeah. say with, with everything that's going on at the moment like just like similarly to 2008 was when when you did the last tour, right you must be seeing similarities in the way the market is now and this might be a good time to get lease options that's what you're yeah saying. absolutely yeah. because especially like um as being in london we just call up landlords all the time and just mm. say hey you know start the conversation mm. um 
just seen your property advertised, looks really nice. Um, wanted to kind of rent it long term. Would that be okay for you mm. for two to three years? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. The reason I want to do that is that I'd love to be able to buy your property at some point in the future. Mm. Mm. Um, would you ever consider selling your property to me at some point or not really? Th that's either yes or no answer. Yeah. And then if they say no, then you could do a rent to rent deal. Mm. Anyway. And, yeah. And you can just say, look, um, okay, so would you consider if I did a company lap and guaranteed the rent for you? every single month and I can sublet it out to make a little profit. I'm not an agent or anything. Would that work for you? And mm. Sometimes they say no. Mm. Sometimes they say yes. Mm. So you're winning both ways. Do, well, do, do you only target landlords or do you ta target like homeowners in general as well when it comes to that lease option? Yeah, both. Oh, homeowners okay. as well because what we're finding right now is just the greatest time that I've ever kind of done this because yeah. a lot of mortgages have just been wiped off the market. Mm. I think mm. 1,600 different mm. banks have pulled their mortgages recently. Yeah. And so, therefore, it's a great opportunity for anyone listening that those people can't sell. Mm. So what mm -hmm. are they going to do? They have no choice but to rent. Mm. And therefore, they're waiting for the market to pick up. So if you come in and say, look, I'm um, looking to rent your property, but by the way, could I buy it in the future? Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's actually selling it. A lot mm. of people say, oh, really? Mm. That's interesting. How much for? 400,000, 500,000, whatever the number is. Right. How long have you had it on the market? A few months. And you just get talking to them. Mm. Yeah. Um, why is it not sold? Oh, you know, it went under offer and then they lost their mortgage. Mm. And, you know, then the, the prices come down a bit. Whatever. Oh, that's a shame. Um, how much would you like for your property? Well, the agent keeps on knocking it down. Okay. Well, ideally, we want X amount. Okay. So what if I could agree that number with you, but I can't pay you right now because it's tough for me to get a mortgage. Mm. Could I just rent it in the meantime for a few years? And um, that will help me pay, you know, build up enough deposit money so I can buy it in the future. Yeah. Hmm, not heard that before. Mm -hmm. okay, well, that's kind of what I would like to do mm. and just see if that would work. You know what? Something I've picked up on on what, you know, you've been saying is that communication is key because when you first of all say this, you know, someone could hear this and, you know, they may have not found um, success because they're going about it saying, hey, hi, um, have you heard of lease option? It's this great thing that, you know, I can get it today and then buy it in, say, 10 years' time. Mm. And obviously, to any type of landlord, that's, one, that's overwhelming. Two, you don't understand it, so you're mm. inclined to say no straight away. Mm. But the way you've done it, you've come in and you've said, look, would you like me to, you know, rent this out long term and then in the future buy it off you because I'll have enough money, mm. you know, I'll have time to have saved this and that and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And you're doing it in a way that they understand every single process. And yeah. I think that that's key to it. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think like this market is, is very important to, it's the way you can make the best deals, but they don't come straight away. You know what I'm trying to say? Even with mm. developments, I mean, you can probably speak on it as well, Goke, but you know, being able to, you know, speak to people who are reading the headlines yeah. are, are getting a bit scared off and you're using you know the stuff the knowledge you have in order to kind of create the best scenario and i always say it's property i don't think you should actually go into deals trying to get a lease option like you said you might go in to get a deal and it might end up with a rent to rent it might end up with a lease option yeah. i think that's a key point as well mm -hmm. not every deal you're there to find solutions basically you're not mm -hmm. there to like get a lease option for every landlord mm -hmm. that you find and see from a networking event mm -hmm. so that's, that's really interesting you sp you spoke about um the 2008 uh, uh sort of crash back back in the day and that's how you got a lot of deals like can you talk on that because i think for a lot of us that are young millennials and yeah. gen, gen z we, don't we, remember really we, we just heard 2008 <laughs> crash Credit we don't know crunch. what this means in relation to <laughs> property like can you explain that what did that look like at the time and again like what are similarities are we seeing now like in yeah. you know in the market if any yeah so 
I was lucky because I bought a buy-to-let property at the time mm. near to Kings Cross Station for wow. £165,000. Kings Cross flat. Station? Yeah. Great That's how much they used to go for back in the day. <laughs> they did, yeah. I mean, do you want to borrow me one? Do you want to just give me a house? I mean, <laughs> just give me a football ticket. Okay, cool. I'll pay you one. <laughs> whatever your team, whatever team, whatever, yeah, whatever you want, mate. So yeah. I came across that deal and it's all about kind of creating the right relationship um, with the estate agent. Mm. So I met this kind of young estate agent, good guy, um, wanted to kind of work with him, but they have investors every day, all day. So I'm an investor, you know, and it's difficult to tell who is serious or not. Mm. So he took me on three different viewings. We got chatting, just building up rapport. You know, what do you like to do the weekends? You know, oh, I'm interested in football. And again, I gave him a free ticket to the Champions League. Wow. I'm not gonna wow. lie. I'm, I mean, Lawrence, you're giving me a bit of a gem here. I might have to use you. Me, so. it, it really is. Yeah. I thought I'd sh- I don't really share that, but yeah. um, I kind of gave him a ticket and just pretended like I got. A, it's next to the director's box. It's um, it was my season ticket at the time, and I can't make it tonight. Would you like to go? Uh, I thought he would say yes. Yeah. And because he wouldn't meet me for lunch. Yes. He wanted me to meet me for lunch. I wanted to buy him lunch, <laughs> coffee. And he's oh, oh, fantastic. How much? I said, it's on me. Yeah. I can't go tonight. Yeah, can't and he's go. like, oh, can I bring it back to you? I said, no, let, let's meet up tomorrow for lunch. And then I bought him lunch and a coffee. And he said, I can't believe this, Lawrence. I've done nothing for you. And the last two kind of guys that I helped, seriously, I made one of them 10 million pounds. Mm. And the other guy made 20 million pounds because I gave all the best deals in London to, to them. them. They didn't even buy me coffee. Damn. Wow. Imagine. And I said, look, um, I'll make it worth your while. Mm. Mm. So um, let me know kind of what will work. So, yeah. Yeah. And he kind of like said, look, oh, I'm happy to just give you any deal. I'm looking for one, two bed flat that's kind of run down that needs work. Mm. I can add value to. Mm. I can be anywhere pretty much within 30, 60 minutes in London. I'll just get a taxi, mm. work for myself. Mm. And I'll always give you an offer. Mm. So you're not going to go in 10, 20, 30 viewings, wasting your time. You can get on with your job, make more money. Mm. So let's work together. Mm. And he said, yeah, that's great. So he offered me this property. It was so bad. I <laughs> couldn't tell if it had laminate flooring or carpet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and wow. then when I bought the property mm. for £165,000, my mother came to the property to view it. Mm. And she made me feel like Jack in the Beanstalk. <laughs> that I felt like the, the little boy that went to the market and sold the cow for some beans. <laughs> and she, 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 she was like... Really? You've done this with your money? Yeah. What are you doing? What are oh, you thinking? I said, yeah. don't worry about it. I know what I'm doing. I've just gone on a property course. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that must have filled her with some confidence. Yeah. Heard that. It, it was so bad. She refused to use even the toilet. She oh, said, I'm wow. going to use a public toilet in London. It's better than this. Public rubbish. toilet. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? That's how bad it was. Wow. That is bad. So I, bought, I borrowed £20,000 from the bank, mm. um, gave it to a builder. He put in new kitchen, new bathroom, painted, decorated the property. Mm. And then the bank came back to reappraise the property and said, wow. Lawrence, can't believe Funny. it. In three months, it's gone up £110,000. <laughs> so that's when I rented it as a holiday let to maximise that income. Wow. And um, for me, it was bad kind of back then because then I didn't have any more money left. Mm. So mm. I couldn't do this again. And I thought, oh, I've just found the golden goose. Yeah. But what do I do? Do I look for investors for money and say, yeah. look, this is the deal that I've done. Show them what I've done, the improvements mm. to prove that I know what I'm doing. Mm. Um, or do I change my strategy and figure out there must be a way to get in property without having any money? There must be a way to kind of make money from other people's property. So that's when I just educated myself and went on courses, networking events, read books, mm. and thought, wow, yeah, these no money down lease option deals. At first, as I said, it didn't really make any sense, but I thought, I know it can help a lot of people if I could just 
understand them. If someone wants to sell their property to buy another property, this isn't going to work for them because they need the money now. So it's not, you have to understand, it's not going to work for everyone. But if you're persistent and patient with them and friendly, um, people buy people. So if they like you, um, they'll want to do business with you. And maybe it won't be the right time now, but it may be in the future. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I think we're going to go on a short break um, just, to, just, to, just to gather our thoughts again and then we'll come back with a part two for this amazing episode. So stay amazing. tuned. Yo, people. It's your boy Goke here. Thanks for tuning in to our episode today. Just so you know, we help investors find properties in the West Midlands and in London. If you need any help with this or you need more information, please get in contact with us on our website or on our socials. Thank you. Hi guys, welcome back to the Property Strategies podcast. Uh, we're having an amazing episode with Lawrence at the moment. Um, he's talking a lot of, dropping a lot of gems, talking a lot of stuff at the moment. So we're going to dive in to one of his deals now, one of your student deals. He wants to give us some examples of numbers. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, so a recent student that I helped, Chloe, she's based in Manchester. So she lives at home at the moment with her parents, been a lot of property courses and said, look, Lawrence, I still can't do a deal. Can you please help me? And so one month with working with me, um, I actually helped to find a lease option deal. So no money down deal because she said, look, I'm a self-employed. I have bad credit. I have no kind of funds saved can't get a mortgage so could you just please help me do what you've done so I literally held her hand helped her every step of the way through my easy proven and transferable process and she actually found a five-year deal three hundred thousand pounds she has to pay in five years time it's a three-bedroom house in Manchester mm. and she said please mm. can you negotiate the rent down from 900 pounds because I can only afford 800 pounds a month which I did helped her negotiate live on the phone and also I helped to say, look, the rent that Chloe is obviously going to be paying you every single month, it's kind of like a mortgage. Mm. So that needs to come off the sale price. Oh, wow. So mm. in five years time, that's, yeah, it yeah. saves her £48,000. Wow. That's oh over God. 15% deposit because she said, Lawrence, I don't know how I can save up enough money mm. for a deposit. I said, don't worry. Wow. Let me help you. Mm. And and her father doesn't even believe this. And it's going through now. She should be moving in within a few weeks' time. She said, it's changed my life. Oh, wow. doing this deal. So she, you said she's going to be moving in. Is she going to be living yeah. there? Or do you mean? She wants to live there herself. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Wow. Yeah. So you can do this to live in yeah. you know, for your own That's house. Because she doesn't want to live at home anymore. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Amazing, amazing. And guess oh, wow. what? We actually got one of Lawrence's students in the building. So, yes, we That's do. Exclusive. Introduce yourself, David. Hi, my, my name is... Hi, my name is David. Lawrence is my mentor. I've been on various property courses in the past, but like anything else, after you leave the course and you go home, you soon sort of forget what to do. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's true. You get excited when you're yeah. there. That's right. Then. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to also be in that sort of environment mm. to get a move on. Mm. So I went to one of the call pin meeting, mm. which yes. is down by Blackfriars. Yeah. I think it's the first Tuesday every month. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I met Lawrence there. Oh, amazing. His book attracted me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the books attract yeah, a lot yeah, of people, yeah. the title. So I rushed over and said, listen, I need to buy that book now. Yeah, How much? Yeah, I've yeah. got the money ready now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a couple of days after, we started talking. Mm. And I spoke to him about mentoring me. He said, mm. yeah, of course, no problem. Mm. And within about two days of us booking up, mm. I acquired a lease option deal. Mm. Wow. Two days? Two days. Wow. wow. How did that come about, that specific deal? Something I've been following for some time. This, this lady, I kept hearing about her problems. Mm. Mm. And I thought, mm, 
how can I sort this? This sounds like a lease option. Mm. So I called Lawrence and Lawrence, I got this situation and I'm listening to this story. I feel it's a lease option. What do you think? He said, explain it to me. So I explained to Lawrence. He says, yeah, some, there's something there. We can. He says, can we call her mm. and see? Mm. So I called her up, asked her if she was okay with Lawrence listening in, mm. three-way conversation. Mm. She said, yeah, the property is worth 400000 on the open market. Yeah. So we sort of said to her, how much do you want for the property? Mm. She said, well, I want 400000 mm. I kind of laughed and said, well, um, as investors, we need to get some form of return, so I don't think that's a realistic Gonna price. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've done my due diligence, and the prices are about 330 in that area. Mm. Wow, so therefore, nice. you're asking too much. Mm. Yeah. She then said, someone down the road sold theirs for this price. I said, <laughs> yeah, that's them, but I've done the research, and it's not that. Mm. I said, tell you what, you think about it, no mm. pressure, you go and think about it, mm. and then come back. Let's call about two days' time. She agreed, she went. So Lawrence and I discussed it. I said to Lawrence, you know what, Lawrence? I think um, I'll settle for 3.30, she said 3.30. Lawrence says, really? Yeah, okay, okay. So she called her back, we're talking to her, and she said, well, I thought about it, and I think I'll pay like, I'll act it like 3.35. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, okay, five more than I actually wanted, wanted to pay. And then, while well, I'm thinking, Lawrence sort of jumped in and said, 325. I'm like, oh, huh? 325? She's never going to go for that. Mm. And she said, ah. Oh. Then it all went quiet. Then she said, what about 330? Mm. I thought, wow, she's bitten. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, 331. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, you got a deal. Wow. And she was really, really excited. Mm. Now, like Lawrence was saying earlier on, you gotta find the problem. Mm. And so at this point, does she already know that you're gonna do lease option? Yeah, your lease option, or does she just know you're gonna agree at that price? Because she know you're gonna pay. No, no, I, I explained to her what we're gonna oh, okay. do initially. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because see, you're always gonna find the vendor's problem. Mm. It's not about ripping them off. It's it's a mutual win-win situation. Mm. And her problem was this. Somehow, she had, you could call it, um, unwilling lodger. Mm-hmm. in the property mm-hmm. she didn't put them there and she couldn't get them out mm-hmm. and wow. I found out for the last two years she was just paying the mortgage mm-hmm. so what are you doing are you crazy mm-hmm. she goes well I can't get them out I spent thousands and thousands of pounds with barristers solicitors they've told me this they've told me that I can't get them out mm-hmm. I said I'll tell you what what about if I take your problem mm-hmm. you can walk away collect your money mm-hmm. I said tell you what I'll babysit your mortgage mm-hmm. The mortgage at the time was £800. Mm. We then, Lawrence and I, checked again, more due diligence. We could actually rent that property out for about £1,400. Mm. And she was happy with that. Mm. She was uh, she was actually calling us, oh, I'm so happy, I'm so excited. Mm. You saved me, you saved me, you saved me. I said, okay. So we're actually going through legals now. Because what I'd done, I acquired my solicitor. I gave her a solicitor mm. who works close with my solicitor. Because mm. Lawrence said earlier on, if you don't do that, what basically happens, they go to the High Street Solicitor mm. or look at the agreement and say, no, 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 no so work. true. You don't work, you don't work. And they come and say, oh, no, you can't sublet, you can't do, you can't. Yeah. Sublet. I said, no, you can. It's not subletting. Mm. Read the agreement. Right. Also, the good thing is you're not obligated mm. to buy the property. Mm. But if you're going to do a lease option, go in there with the best intent. Mm. Don't go in like, say, I'm just going to 
get it and then give it back. Yeah, yeah. With the intent. If you don't want to keep it, you can always sell it on to another investor. Yeah. But the most important thing, in my opinion, make sure it's stacked. Yeah. Because yeah. some people, they'll put deals out there. I got a deal, I got a deal. Mm. You get this amount back. When you work it out yourself, it doesn't stack. Mm. So why are you passing it on? Mm -hmm. You do to get things right. And with, and with Lawrence's help, I went to all that. that. Yeah. Amazing. Just Amazing. to dive deeper deep a bit into the deal, did you say um you got the property or agreed three three one or was it three hundred and thirty yeah. thirty one thousand and her mortgage was eight hundred pounds? Mm -hmm. So is that how much you're gonna be giving to her every month? No, no, I won't give it to her direct. What I do, I will actually pay I will actually pay the mortgage myself. Oh. But the juicy part the juicy part, the term of the agreement, mm. ten years. Oh, okay. Nice. So if you think <laughs> about it, if property prices double every so often, mm. it's a win-win situation. Win-win. Yeah, because the way I look at it, if she does nothing at all, because she can't get rid of the tenants in there, mm. all that will happen is, she said to me when we were speaking, I'm running out of money to keep financing this. Mm. So eventually she'll come to a stage where she will probably get repossessed. Mm. The tenants will just go to the council and get rehoused. Yep. And she'll end up with nothing at all. Right. So what I'm sort of doing, I'm taking away a pain. Right. So it's a win-win situation. Right. I'm also taking a gamble because let's say in 10 years, nothing happens. Right. I've agreed a price which I'll pay in 10 years. Right. Or I can sell it on to another investor and move on. Wow. I, I, me personally, I love this strategy. Yeah, it sounds yeah, great. Because yeah. now what, I guess what you have to do is kick out the tenant, right? Or work on yeah. getting rid of the tenant so you yeah. can start making some money yeah. from the property. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I, cool. I could probably pay them to leave. Oh, that's yeah, another gem. Because yeah. she probably wouldn't have been willing to do that or may not be able to do that. But have in mind, mm. you've not paid any money up front think, to think, buy the property. So. Lawrence's tip. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> I've got many more. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get to that. Also, oh, sorry. So also, the second deal that I got with Lawrence is a rent-to-rent -rent deal. Mm -hmm. right? He he's sourced the deal. He sports a lady. It's a rent-to-rent. -rent. She actually rented it out to a single person as, as a single let. I think the person then couldn't fulfill their obligation, so then they left. So Lawrence spoke to her. Lawrence couldn't make it down for the viewing, mm. so I went down. Lawrence agreed with the lady that there'd be like a no deposit, mm. which is quite good. Mm. So I went to view the property. It's in a nice location. So straight up I said to her, um, what I'd like to do with the property. But one thing I learned again from Lawrence, you gotta be a people person. Mm. Don't go there with the intention of ripping somebody off. If you go there and be nice and just speak openly and be honest, you get things done. And that's my belief. So mm -hmm. I spoke to the lady before, helped her bring some stuff in the mm -hmm. house, mm -hmm. spoke to her about various things, mm -hmm. asked her about her day, asked her how things were going nice and so on. Mm -hmm. And then she warmed to me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, things worked better. When we got in there, look at the property, it's a one bedroom. Um, I looked around, I thought, mm, this is okay, but it needs work. So I just openly came out and said to her, um, this is a slight refurb. I think I'm going to need like a month to do this. Mm. He looked at me and said, well, <laughs> I was thinking like two weeks. I said, mm, smiled. I went, mm, <laughs> I'm thinking more a month. Mm. And she looked around and she goes, okay, okay. you got a month. Mm. So wow. not only did Lawrence get uh, like no deposit, I also negotiated also taking off his, his tip mm. a month. Yeah. Free. Free rent. Oh, so, in, so in that month, he's like, I could... Look for tenants, get that. Yeah. yeah. So now, amazing. he's doing well, because within the first week or so, I got someone booking like a 23-day stay. Oh. Another 21-day stay. Wow. Right. So, wow. And the crazy thing about it, like, 
to be honest, even if you just break even, like worst case, mm. you've yeah. got, got yeah. a pretty good deal. You know mm. what I say? Yeah. Yeah, Let alone good. actually making a lot of profit. Yeah, for real. Yeah. With the lease option, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the lease option. I was just a quick question before we get into the last little bit. Um, when it comes to the end of the term of the lease and it comes to enforcing the lease, lease option at the time of purchasing, like how does how does that happen? Like, is it just like a call or to the sisters or what, what does that look like? Yeah, so you have to really be kind of mindful to really not let it run to the length of the kind okay. of expiry, yeah. whether you agree three years, five years, eight, Ten 10, years. 15 years. Mm. Because if it comes to the end and you haven't bought the property or you haven't sold it, mm. it just goes back to the owner. Um, wow. So okay. it that's, that's will important question, yeah. almost certainly have gone up in value. You can also mm. add value to the property as well by mm. putting a new kitchen, new bathroom, mm. paint, decorate it, stage yeah. it. So I would personally recommend at least two years before it actually expires, if you don't think you're going to be in a position to buy the property yourself, mm. sell it with an estate agent. Mm. So it's given you like a two-year time frame to hopefully sell it in that time frame it's all legal this is all above board mm. um they will contact the sellers the vendors kind of solicitor mm. and then the person who buys it through the agent mm -hmm. um their solicitor will contact them and then your solicitor it's a little bit complicated yeah. but, but your solicitor will kind of like say look um, obviously my client has agreed this amount of money mm. to pay your client three hundred thousand pound mm. But he's selling it for five hundred thousand pounds. Okay. So obviously we need an undertaking from you gonna that you're gonna on the sale. Yeah, you're gonna pay me into my my account, the solicitor, two hundred thousand pounds for my client. Amazing. Sure. Amazing. 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 I mean, yeah. You got any more questions? I get yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think before that, I think probably you'd be good to get some um, sort of challenges you've kind of come across. Because um, I'm sure it hasn't all been rosy, or you can tell maybe it has been rosy. But you want to just talk through us. Um, some sort of challenges you've been, been through? Yeah, so I started, um, I used to be a tour guide on the Open Top Oh my days. Wow. <laughs> you've done so, it all, isn't it? So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was my greatest fear, public speaking. Mm -hmm. So I thought, how can I overcome this? You're a great this? speaker as well, so that's Oh, away. thank you. Honestly. <laughs> so I thought, let me be a tour guide, confront my greatest fear and do kind of tours for tourists in London every single day. So that's what I did. And that's why I kind of got into serviced accommodation because there wasn't been taught at the time, back in 2009. But then a few years ago, the government brought in the law to say you can only rent um, properties days. for 90 days. Yeah. Serviced accommodation in London, which mm. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> it's unfair, isn't it? So again, I just contacted the best lawyers in London. I got a loophole around that. Wow. Go. So <laughs> when you come up against challenges, then, you know, just don't be defeated. There mm. are legal ways around it. Yep. Um, just like, you know, some big companies that don't pay all their tax. Yeah. Yeah. They find a way around so it. So they yeah. find a way around it with very smart people. Yeah. So also, um, I helped uh, one of my students, Sarah. She's 73 years old. And she came S to me. 73? 73. <laughs> she's, a, she's a client, the student. Yeah, student, a student of mine, yeah. And Good to her, man. It's never too <laughs> late. Don't give up on your dreams. Yeah, you know, life is short, but just it's, it's what you want to make of it and make the most of it. This opportunity, you know, sometimes comes once in a lifetime. No, for real. And so when she met me, she said, I'd love to do rent to rents, Lawrence, but there's one problem. I'm a pensioner. The yeah. government paid me £700 a month in pension. I live in Coventry in a bungalow. I pay £500 a month rent for the wow. bungalow, so I have to grow my own fruit and vegetables. I can't really afford to live. And I have no deposit. I have no kind of rent to guarantee to the landlord. Mm. And I said, Sarah, would you like to learn how to not guarantee any rent to the landlord? Mm. 
how to not <laughs> how to not guarantee yeah how to not guarantee any rent for the landlord and they'll be happy with that how oh i don't think it can work Lawrence. said i've been doing it for years in london mm. and also you don't have to pay a deposit just like dave you know don't yeah. have to pay a deposit mm. which the landlords are happy mm. with it's just how you talk to them mm. so we actually filmed a deal live on oh. the very first phone call to the owner to me going around on a sunday two hours in the living room with the owner um doing this deal and the lady is 70 i'm sorry it's six She's 73, Sarah, but the lady that we did the deal with is 63. Wow. Um, and she said, Lawrence, um, this is so incredible because I'm almost retiring now myself and I don't want to be a cleaner anymore. And I do ladies' hair and, and I just don't want to work. Could you teach me how to do this with other properties in London as well? So right. she also became a client. Oh, that's no, amazing. amazing. As well. That is amazing. Amazing, amazing. amazing. <laughs> that's um, good to hear, man. Know, I, I, like, I also had yeah. one question. Um, so... When you've got a deal, let's say, so you mentioned that you really don't want to let it run to the last day. Um, could you actually buy it beforehand? Like, let's say two years before you've got the money somehow. Could you buy it early? Yeah, you can. Because the great thing about property is if you add value to it, or hopefully if it increases in value as well, say that you've got the right to buy property for £300,000, but now it's gone up to £400,000. So a good mortgage broker could work in that £100,000 equity as your 25% deposit mm. as, as a buy to let. Wow. So they could work in the deposit yeah. from the equity it's gone up, oh, yeah, so it yeah, won't yeah, actually yeah. cost you anything. Anything. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, wow. People say knowledge is power. Yeah. Knowledge you know is what I'm saying? The application I mean, of knowledge yeah, is power. application yeah, of knowledge yeah, is power. Go. But All guys, I can't... Say so David, also, in the option period, you can buy any time within the option period mm. or move it on mm. in the option period. Mm. It's entirely up to you. What if you find the buyer before the, the ending period as well? So let's say I've gone to an estate agent and they're offering above and you know what i was going to offer can i also sell it on earlier yeah well? absolutely oh, wow. at <laughs> any time during mm, this option that's period amazing. that's the great thing so then if you need that money to start up another business fund mm. for a deposit mm. do many rent to rent deals mm. whatever it is go on a nice holiday you can do that and mm. also another th great thing about these lease options is that you can find a tenant buyer so just like Dave's property, mm -hmm. basically he's got the right to buy it in 10 years' time for £331,000. Mm. We could find someone who can't get a mortgage today, um, say to them, look, I'm going to give you the right to buy this two-bedroom house in London for £500,000. Mm. But in eight years' time, it's probably going to go up by about that or probably be a bit more because yeah. it should be worth around 800000 And instead of the £800 a month that he has to pay to her mortgage company, we could say um, we need two thousand pounds a month because mm. the market mm. rent is fourteen hundred. So he's cash flowing that way. And also, it is really amazing. So exciting. Yeah. And also, um, as a tenant buyer, because we're showing it to a lot of people, mm. what money do you have in the bank account? One person, ten thousand, mm. twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Oh, great! So you've got the right to go in. But then, oh, yeah. the person with ten thousand, you might say, "Look, I've only got ten thousand pound, but I'll pay you three thousand pound a month, month rent." Right. Hmm. And then we we'll just have to work that out. What what is better? Mm. But, and I'll give you six hundred thousand pound at the back end. Yeah. Mm. So it's just working out a win win yeah. deal. And, and if they fail to pay, I was going to say out. yeah. And I guess if they don't end up buying it at eight years, you've still got two years. Exactly. To that, do whatever you that's want with what it as well. I would recommend. Yeah. Don't let it go to, to ten years because yeah. if they can't buy it. You've lost you've the lost, deal. Yeah. I mean, I have another scenario. Sorry. Go for it. No, bro. Keep going. I want. Yeah. Keep going, bro. I want I've got all night. Yeah. So. Um, let's say we have a scenario because I've heard that this can happen. So let's say we've got a scenario. Um, you've got someone who 
you want to get lease option from. Um, and they're saying, look, it sounds great, but I still need money today mm. in my pocket. Mm. I've heard that, you know, um, you've got leeway to also say, okay, I can pay you 10K. Like, let's say you've got the money up front. Say, okay, as part of the deal, I'll also pay you a lump sum up front just so that you have some money in your pocket too. Can you do that? Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. So wow. I've done a couple of deals like that. So the guy, he was in arrears on a secured loan, a one-bedroom flat in central London, and he was just in arrears by £2,000. Mm. The mortgage was up to date. And so I said to him, look what I would advise rather than giving it to me, why don't you just borrow the money? Could you take out a credit card? Oh, no, I can't. A loan? Nope. Overdraft? Nope. Friends, family can lend you the money? Nope. So I'm I'm also exploring that, in a way, mm-hmm. I'm his only solution. He needs you, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. needs me. Um, have, how about an estate agent? Lawrence, you don't understand. In 30 days' time, the bank's going to repossess mm. it. They've written me the letter, um, <laughs> so I need this help. Look, I can give you the £2,000. I'll give it to the bank to clear the rears. Mm. That will stop the repossession. How much do you want for your property? So you are winning. Another deal that I did near the Tower of London, at first he wanted £15,000 up front, mm. and this was in 2011. Um, I didn't have that cash kind of at the time. Mm. So I kind of thought if I put it on credit cards, I could probably raise £5,000. Mm. Mm. So I offered him that, and he kind of laughed. Oh, no, it's, it's not enough. I said, no problem. Here's my card. It's really nice meeting you. If you change your mind or I can help you in the future, let me know. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the book then. <laughs> and um, he called me back two months later and said, could you do £10,000? Please. And I said, I wish I could. If I had the money, I would give it to you. Mm. But I don't. Mm. I could go up to £6,000. Okay, fine. Let's do it, Lawrence. Mm. Wow. So it's just paying his debt bit off. Mm. And if you're listening to this and you think, well, but I don't have £6,000 yeah. or any money at all, you don't have to fund it yourself. There's mm. very many cash-rich people out there. Their money is sitting in their bank account. If you can pay them a return, right. or even better, say, look, I've got this amazing deal. We have the right to buy this property at today's price, but in 10 years' time, but I need ten or £20,000 mm. to do this deal, and I'll split it 50-50 with you. There's always a way. Or I'll give you 1% profit a month on your money until it's paid off, mm. um, and then rent it serviced accommodation for double yeah, or triple... Mm you know yeah. what you would get that's going to go into my next question actually like it would just be good to get your opinion on two things how to raise finance from your experience and how to structure i guess what what is the offering in terms of um, um raising finance for your investors so where do you find them what's the offering to them i mean so yeah yeah I think you really have to kind of use social media mm-hmm. these days and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to networking events, if you've just read a good property book, like how I bought three London properties <laughs> for a football <laughs> ticket, um, maybe kind of take a photo and put that, um, how that book has changed your life, mm-hmm. how that book has helped you. Oh, this is a really good property book. I didn't know this existed. Mm-hmm. Or I've met this estate agent today. Mm-hmm. Or I've got, I'm coming across this deal. Oh, I went to this viewing, film yourself, mm-hmm. record it, mm-hmm. so that people can see that you're serious. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow, this person's coming across deals and look um, oh, I need funding for this property it, would anyone be interested in mm. doing a joint venture mm. um, I need to kind of raise X amount um, going to networking events as well maybe even go in um, kind of like they have kind of Dragon's Den and these investor shows mm. is maybe something you could do mm. is kind of be on a panel of a group of rich investors mm. it doesn't matter if you're not there yet <laughs> because then you're mixing with other wealthy people Absolutely. and say oh what do you do oh yeah i've got a property i'm working on at the moment mm-hmm. um it's a four-bedroom house um i've agreed and this is actually a real deal um a two-year option in london mm. 
it could be turned into a five-bed house if we kind of convert the loft. But we're looking for £50,000 mm. right now, my student is. Mm. And that property will be worth £950,000, £975,000, good market. Maybe in a couple of years' time, the agent said a million. But realistically, all day long, nine fifty, and mm. he just needs £50,000 investment. Wow. But if you explain the numbers, go through it, um, show the photographs, and maybe take them to the viewing, um, yeah, anything is possible. 100%, man. This has been an incredible episode, to be yeah, honest. And listen, I just want to say as well, like, I've listened and I've researched a lot about, like, lease option in the past. Honestly, so much of it. And this is the easiest, simplest explanation that I've ever heard of it. <laughs> so, thank you. You know what I mean? I, I mean, there's probably a lot of people licking their lips right now thinking, how do I get started? Lawrence, how did they get started? Um... Yeah, it's a really good question. I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Because mm. believe it or not, when I started, I was scared to pick up the phone. Mm. I, I thought that, oh, I can't possibly pick up the phone. How am I going to say, um, can't give you any money for your property, right. I'll give you a pound? <laughs> or uh, do you want to do a lease option? So you've really got to dumb down the language. Yeah, That's the one yeah. kind of tip I, I really learned. Really keep it very simple, like you're talking to a child, mm. explaining it so people can understand. Mm because I didn't really understand it or get it when I first came across it. And so what I did to kind of just, I know I could do this if I see other people succeeding. Mm. We're all equal. There, there's nothing kind of special um, about me or different from anyone else. So if someone else can do it, so can I. Right. So it's believing in yourself, having the courage to take the action. And so I started calling areas of the country that I wasn't interested in. Oh, so like oh. Manchester or Newcastle or Sheffield. Build your confidence. Yeah, because then I didn't care if people said no, no. to me. There you go. But then all of a sudden people said yes. And I said, <laughs> um, okay, it was that. nice to talk to you. Um, I'll call you back. <laughs> Now I know what to do in London. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And you know, yeah, another thing as well that um, why I think this is this strategy is really exciting um, is because um, we encourage a lot of our listeners actually. We're, we're in London, but we're based in Birmingham, um, but we're originally from London. And I think sometimes with the recent times that London's been so expensive, you know, people are kind of scared off. But I think this is actually the best time actually with these with the right strategies to actually target London. Why? Because mm. of the uplift. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just, it just makes sense. Mm. You know, you, you do a refurb, and instead of going up by fifty k or twenty k, it's, it's going up. Might be going up by hundred k. You yeah. give an example of it going up by hundred twenty k before. So I think that this is such a timely episode. I think, yeah. and, um, like I said, I think we need to. Um, people need to capitalize on it. Definitely, I think there's yeah. panic in the air as well there's because interest rate. Yeah. There's going to be a crash. Oh my god, what am I doing? I want to sell my house, but no one wants to buy and it. It's, and it's very nice to actually hear from someone who's benefited from the last um, 2008 crash. Uh, uh, to actually be here now to actually talk about this scenario and actually help again guide the younger people on what things to do because everyone's scared off oh my god I'm not going to buy I've got some people that are saying yeah. they don't want to buy some people don't want to sell but actually there's a lot of you know, calm in the storm, you know, with regards to your strategy. And so I think it's going to be benefit a lot of people this episode. So yeah, yeah so I mean, much. absolutely. Like one of my other students, she's 20 years old, Vina, mm. um, and she's at university. Yeah, shout wow. out to Vina, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, <laughs> shout out to Vina. And <laughs> so basically kind of like she, I met her at a property networking event yeah, yeah. and she's like, oh, I'm looking to do rent to rent, but I haven't started and yeah, don't yeah. know what to do and yeah. haven't really got the budget. And I said, look, I, I'd love to help you. 
because um, I can see she's very talented mm. um, and mm. you know just amazing people person and she has got something about her so I kind of helped her and within a month of working with me she found her very first lease option deal in oh. London in Wimbledon mm. Wow um, a one-bedroom apartment mm. 325,000 pounds she agreed last week mm. But I'll pay you in three years' time. Mm. We recorded the whole thing. Mm. Um, the rent is thirteen hundred pounds a month rent, mm -hmm. but we could rent it on Airbnb for three thousand pounds <laughs> a month. Or she called the council and said, "I've got one bed flat in London. Negotiated with the council. Mm. This is another tip. Yeah. Yeah. Even when they affix their rates at kind of one bedroom." Mm. Um, she negotiated for a higher that. rate. Wow. Many people don't know that. No. Council offered her um, £2,000 so she can make £700 passive income without decorating, doing anything to the property. Crazy. And she said, you know, Lawrence, my parents even said it can't be done <laughs> and I should concentrate on my studies. <laughs> 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 and, and I basically, and she said, look, Lawrence, please help me to become financially free because mm. I don't want to have a job in two years' time. I don't yeah. want to work for anyone. And she's on the path to doing that. And, and just a shout out to Vina because she's, you guys don't even see in the DM, she's DM me a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need to get Lawrence on that. Yeah, Lawrence this is on. important. You guys do amazing work, but we need, we need to meet each other. Mm. We need to put that message thank out there. Thank you, then. So thank yeah. you, Vina, for that. Vina and there's something that you said as well. Um, everything was recorded. Is this a tactic? Does this have to be done? No, it's just because I want to help more people. Oh, so so okay. when I went through my journey of education and learning from mm. property mentors and going on courses, um, there were one, two, three day courses and very, very good. But then life kind of kicks in. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a accountability partner and a buddy that you can kind of speak to every week about yeah. property, your family may not understand it. Your friends don't get property. It can be a lonely process. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I kind of like would basically have wanted someone to hold my hand mm. when I was starting and make the calls for me. Mm. I come and visit the properties with my students mm. if they're in London, mm. if I can make it, um, negotiate the whole deal on the telephone when they're on the call as well. Mm. So they listen in. Mm. So hopefully in the future, they won't need me. Amazing. You know what, what to, you know, going from not being able to speak publicly to putting yourself out there to now having conversations that are recorded mm. that's confident and mm. i just want to say that that's a big and, deal and another thing as well really just, big just, deal. just to be honest because um i know for example you're on, you're on social media yeah i know i don't I'm, i haven't seen you on other platforms but i've seen on instagram you know it's not that you've got a massive following and things like that and mm. i want i want to say that to, to the young people like you know everyone that you connect with doesn't need to have right like 10 000, 20 000 followers for them to be valuable. valuable and stuff like that like their story uh, and what they know and their knowledge is what brings them, yeah. you know what I mean, their value. So thank you so much. Yeah. And how do people kind of get in contact with you if they yeah. do want to reach out to you? Yeah, I mainly kind of use Facebook. That's the kind of platform that I use, Lawrence Lamesh. Um, feel free to kind of look at my book as well, How I Bought Three London Properties for a Football Ticket. Mm. It is a bestseller on Amazon. It's won eight awards. I'm very proud of this book. Mm. It's my life's work, and it's my way of passing it forward to help many other people that maybe don't have the opportunity or all inside the book is really the secret mm. that mm. the banks don't want you to know about mm. how anyone can get on the property ladder mm. without a mortgage without a deposit I see no David job. smiling over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even with no experience yeah, yeah, and it yeah, actually yeah. really really does work yeah, so yeah. if it's okay like I'm very happy to give all your listeners a free copy nah wow my book um, wow if they reach out to me and if they can we reach out as well what we'll do anyway we said we're gonna have plan an event anyway like an actual webinar so on the webinar 
to announce that. We'll start to give out. Oh, okay, yeah. Like so you got to come to the webinar. Come to the webinar. That's it. That's it. Stay for that next week. So make sure you know you come on and you come to that webinar. David, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, man. Your story is inspiring as well. Honestly, just just want to ask before that. Before these properties that you got, did you have any property before that? Yeah, I had a couple of buy to lets. Okay, cool. So you're familiar with it, but this this strategy was completely new to you. Yeah, wow, but back wow. in the day when I, when I acquired those, it was even better than Lawrence's because I got them for nothing down at wow. all. <laughs> I, I knew a man who knew a man who knew a man. That's a whole different episode. <laughs> okay, no Might problem. Get David on for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> David as well. So thank you so much for coming. Amazing, thank man. You. But guys, look, this has been amazing. It's been incredible. But guess what, guys? We've got so many amazing episodes in line for you. Like, mm. no, no joke. Mm. There's a lot of episodes coming. We've got a lot of events as well coming. So be big people, big money ma- making this year. So get on the next webinar. Uh, get st- stay tuned. Tell your friends to tell a friend. And we'll be back soon. Peace. Peace. out. Peace. Peace. See, I carry my ass over my shoulder. Well, I'm a Jackie Reaper, I'm a one-man soldier.